to action. Uh, rolling. 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 There's nothing actually rolling. There's nothing rolling. Yeah. Except your fucking eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Click, click, click. What's good, you creeps? You As the, you can tell, you unscripted. Unscripted. Unscripted, unscripted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 85% of your stuff is about murder. <laughs> about murder. That's fair. Because our listeners love yeah. fucking murder. Hit them up with the Gmail. You can send us an email with your suggestions, comments, or concerns <laughs> at based on true events podcast at gmail.com. Boom. What's up? What is up? What is up? What is up? What is up? Nut man, I'm, I almost wore wore my uh, vacation hat down here because I'm in the vacay mood. Yeah, you need it with that fucking haircut, bro. <laughs> dude. And that was the other reason I almost wore it. <laughs> yeah, I figured the headphones were gonna cover. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that. Remember that movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> yeah. Remember uh, Christopher Lloyd? Like when he like right before he turns into the fucking cartoon at the end of the movie. <laughs> Vaguely. Yeah, like he had that haircut. <laughs> That's what, that's what I was going for, yeah, dude. Well, you accomplished it. You done well. Thanks, man. Did it myself. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. You you did not miss your calling as a barber. <laughs> no, it's not as easy as it looks. No. Well, I, I imagine that they um, you pay them to make it look easy and fast. And fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, like, shit. Like, I shave my own head. Um which is extremely easy now. Like, I don't need a mirror. Like, I don't need... Right. And, like, I just take it down with a razor, and then I dry shave it with, a, uh, like, a fucking disposable razor or whatever. Oh, or my God. Razor. Uh, yeah, I, I usually use a safety razor, but... Yeah, just, um, that's got, like, cabin fever written all over yeah, it, just peeling your skull. Yeah, but oh God. once you get good at it, like, I mean, I don't expect anybody to try this, like... <laughs> yeah. Don't right try off this at the hook, but um, with you know, I mean, I've been sh- having to shave my head since I was twenty three. So yeah, uh, well, I I might be starting because I, I cut down short, and I was like, because right in the back there's where there's no hair, because yeah. <laughs> I'm straight up bald. Like, and I'm not gonna be the comb over dude. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's just eking its way forward, yeah. and well, yeah. and it's meeting in the middle. Yeah. So eventually, I'll be there with you. Yeah. So well, I mean, it's been a long time that you've got to hold on to it. I know, right? 43 years 23 baby 23 it was like the yeah no like give up it's time it's time (laughs) so i mean it is what it is like at least i don't have like big like lumps and fucking horns growing out of my head first time i cut my hair i went and i go well i guess i'm gonna find out what my head looks like yeah and i was worried that it was gonna be the weird you know unicorn fucking forehead (laughs) you know some knots or something my head's fairly straight i guess round not straight Okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could look like sloth. That, that doesn't—that's hey, not straight. Dude. No, it's not. Enough about my hair. Mm. What's up with you, <laughs> dude? I'm in the fucking weeds, man. I'm in the. Fucking Are you really? weeds in life? Oh, just yeah, in, in just general. Like in in general, dude. <laughs> like it's just. Well, so before you have to go into like forced quarantine for two weeks, where we're. we're uh, <laughs> recording an extra night this week which right. pushed everything in my life back a day which thanks ash yeah i appreciate you so 
which is like, I mean, we've been, we've recorded weird days. It's, that's uh-huh. not really a big, big issue. But, but we got back on our schedule again, like kind of, you know. Well, that and the fact <laughs> that like when we were doing during the week, like, all right, my, my job is never just fucking take off, like, you know, bullshit, hang out kind right, of job. Right, right, right. But now it's like busy. So you said, I think two or three episodes, you're like, it's coming. Yeah. So, and we're not even like the busy of the busy. Like we're just oh, in the, the, we're just letting you know, yeah. <laughs> we're knocking on the door and not to talk about work and shit, but yeah. I'm just saying like, so because of that, like, I mean, I think I got off my like last conference call today at five o'clock and kid walked in the door at five Oh five. And you know, my wife's sister came over oh, to boy. hang hang out and play with the kid and play with you know hang out with my wife and me, and then at six o'clock hard my fucking <laughs> family Zoom meeting that we do every <laughs> right. week, and then we you know I'm trying to shovel food in my face and then walk out the door to come do this so it's uh, well I was feeling that, that that's today hence, that's just today hence my eight fifteen please and then yeah. I was like oh never mind. We, I got my shit done. <laughs> yeah, no. There, I had a nail in my tire this morning, and I was like, "Cool, we're we're going on a road trip tomorrow, so that's fun." Neat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get it plugged, and then they're like, "Yeah, you can't plug those kind of tires. They got this foam in it." And I'm like, "Blah blah blah." I was like, "What's the deal?" They're like, "New tire." I'm like, "God damn." Well, that's a nice, expensive morning. Yeah. Well, the best part was it was right across from work, so I was like, "Sweet." So I literally dropped it off, walked across the street. Well, four thirty hit, and I'm like, "Man, I haven't got a call. What time did they close?" And I'd look online, 4 o'clock, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, literally, I'm I'm leaving. And so I called him. The phone just rang and rang. I'm like, the motherfuckers aren't there. So I start walking over there. And then finally the dude answers, well, yeah, we close at 5. But, it, you know, I was like, y'all just say 4 online so nobody shows up for so the last hour. So we didn't show up at 4. So I had a panic, 15. a full-on panic attack. Like, fuck, you know, we're supposed to leave early. But you know what? We're on vacation. Then I changed my, my tone, and I was like, it don't fucking matter. I'll pick my shit up in the morning. Like, nah, whatever. I'm glad you can do that, man. I'm still full throttle all the fucking time, dude. Ah, I mean, like, I have to. Like, I think it's, I think it's just life in general. Like, <laughs> I just can't. Like, if if you're fucking with me, <laughs> like if you're fucking with my time, like I mean, if I mean, with I, my emotions. I, like, I understand shit happens. Like, I'm not saying that, but like, well, right. you know, if if I, if I can see in you that my time does not matter to you right and you're just like fuck it like oh i'm gonna shit down your throat and you're gonna fucking know it like <laughs> i i do not care do not care <laughs> like fuck it man that's amazing yeah hey Neat. to each his or her own okay right okay so to change complete hmm. directions with you cool as i usually do i'm good with that yeah um I told you I was going to do this, too. So you sent me a meme. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> Has this year not been bad enough? Are we really going to do this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're really so going to do this. People have All discovered right. a really creepy number that you can dial that uh, is wired to a conversation between a mother and a daughter. I sent this to you. Yeah. I fucking immediately regret it. <laughs> you can find this number by Googling Nine Inch Nails number. I'm not going to get into details about what they say, but I can tell you it's extremely creepy and you should only dial it if you are brave enough. So Shep sent me that, and I'm literally, you know I'm calling that shit on the next episode, right? (laughs) And you didn't respond, so. I figured no matter any way I would respond, it would 
I was really hoping that that would fall by the wayside, that I loaded you up with enough enough other shit. <laughs> I, I Googled it, and there is a number. So let's see. Oh, you haven't called it yet? No. So, so we're going to jump into it. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go in this blind. I hope somebody doesn't answer. Well, look at it, man. We'll see what happens. I hope it's a fucking tire place. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off. <laughs> we're sorry. The uh, number you are trying to reach is no longer in service. Well, that was lame. Mm. <laughs> but just because I had a feeling, I actually found the recording. I on found YouTube. what. No, I, well, there was some videos, but I figured instead of doing that and whatever, so I'll just read it real quick because it's short. Um, I had a feeling because everything I kept reading, it was kind of dated. So that was probably like an older yeah, thing or whatever, but whatever. So the transcript goes. Um, there was a case identified, blah, 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 oops, and it says, Mommy, uh, the mom says, hello. Mia says, Mommy, Mommy, are you there? Oh, my God, I'm at the club, first of all. <laughs> at the club. At the club, like a grown woman saying, Mommy, Mommy. But, well, okay. Well, okay. She's, I guess, scared. I don't know. Uh, you need to get me out of here. I'm going to die. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. Gunshots and scream. Mommy, Mia, what's going on? He killed Joey, so I locked myself in the stock room, and now I can't get out, and everybody's got it. What is going on? This guy, he came into the club really freaked out, and we didn't even see the knife, and his shirt was soaked red, and Joey said, holy shit, you need a doctor, and then the guy just stabbed him, and he was sweating blood and screaming, and he wouldn't stop until somebody killed him with a bottle. <laughs> Crash, scream from Mia, honey, okay, wait, I'm going to call the cops, screaming, they're outside, they're outside, don't call the cops, they're already here, they're the ones who locked us in, what? I've got a fight. I need a weapon. A gun. You're going to be okay. You're going to make it out of there. I'll be up there in five minutes. Mia, you okay? Mommy, you there? Blood. There's blood coming out of my skin. Mia, listen. You need to listen. Mommy, I need you to take care of my dog. Okay, the food. Screaming. Mia, Mia, what's going on? Get me the hell out of here. Tell me what's going on. Oh my God, please help me. Please, God. Mia, Mia. Reorder tone and hang up. So that's what it was. <laughs> now, if it had cool. been... I, well, right. So I, I tried to picture if I had it's, just called it, the, it, the number and yeah. Yeah, could it have been creepy? May, I don't know. I feel I feel like that's like some guerrilla marketing tool yeah, for like a horror film. I feel like it's a total just, or, setup. Or an album, like a Nine Inch Nails album. <laughs> well, that's actually on the Nine Inch Nails wiki. I was like, that's a thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I remember long, many moons ago. Many moons ago. Watching that, like, fucking, it's, they kind of sold it like a snuff film. It wasn't, like, they didn't sell it, but, like, you could find it, like, in, in the dark areas right. of the internet, like, right. if you went searching. But it was a Nine Inch Nails video, and it was, like, the guy who kills himself, supposedly. I remember this. Yep, yep, yep. I remember watching that forever and ever ago. <sighs> My tastes have, yeah. <laughs> like we we j definitely like went through that period where it was like find the worst shit that you can see on the internet and, and yeah. see if like we'd all like sit around and see if like who would fucking tap out who first would tap out from the the horrible shit. The, it's what like is those, the pain games or yeah, whatever the the, oh. the BME Pain Olympics? That's what it is. And then there was like the, the faces of death, faces of death, and then you had the I tapped out at the monkey. Uh, where yeah, they're sitting the around eating. I was like, oh. The BME Pain Olympics was, that was a, a rough one. And then, of course, like, Two Girls and a Cop. 
See, and that which was just fucking made you want to fucking vomit. I was 10 like, seconds I in. I did the okay, but I should have watched the videos of people reacting, which was actually hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But I watched thirty sec. May I don't even know. Like as soon as, as soon as you see it, it you're like, ugh. Yeah. Like why would you want to continue to watch? That's not even funny at that point. Yeah. No. Well, it's funny if you watch other people watch it. The reaction videos are yeah, hilarious. Yes, but the people who watch it, like I couldn't, like, dude, I was like, no, no, yeah. So there's <laughs> no. a lot, there's a lot of like really horrible shit on the internet, as yeah. we have obviously found over the course of you yeah. know our our time with it, and the people who put all this horrible shit onto the internet. Um, that's why we're here, guys. That's we're it. sifting through the garbage. That's what we're doing. To, uh, Bringing you only the choice yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, well I think we're very desensitized. Well, I mean, it's you like the, the, I mean, I guess if you haven't listened to the episode, I'm about to spoil it, but our, our <laughs> Russian sleep experiment episode yeah. is kind of, right. and Slenderman, like those are, yeah. those are internet babies. The um, creepypasta. Creepypasta yeah. world. So. Which I love those episodes, but I was strangely, dis- you, you've done that a few times to me though. Where I like feel bad for being disappointed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, what is wrong with me? I should yeah. be fucking like relieved. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, yeah, because so. I was so sucked in. Wow. So go back and listen to those if you have them. Yeah. So, uh, so all right. Well, yeah, I was well, not. Where would they go back and listen to those episodes? Sir? Hey, well, I I would start at our website. Yeah, well, that's probably a good place. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Best transition yet, dude. <laughs> Best segue to date. Yeah, I was. I, I was like, oh, this seems like a good place to interject a quick pitch. <laughs> that worked out. So, boatpodcast.com boat is what we're talking about. Com. You can find all our social media links. You can go to the Patreon. You can email us, which is really, uh, you know, what Shep would like. He would prefer. So, if you want to talk to Shep, go straight to the email. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of me, I'd probably start at Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Or twatter. Yeah, yeah. People pe- people have gotten unsolicited advice from you on Twatter. That's very true. And and which I love, man. It's been it's been it's been a wild ride watching you, your Twitter game. At first I will say I was like, I don't know about tw- I like the pictures and I you know, but I was like, no, Twatter's more interactive and, and the conversations are hilarious. Yeah. So it's gotten fun. And we got a lot of followers that interact and so it's cool. Yeah. I I've, I've started to enjoy it. So Wherever you want to reach out, reach out. Okay. Plug in, plugins done in. Plugins done in. Um, so we got, I wrote for Boat. I wrote for Boat. You send us a suggestion. We like your suggestion. That month you win a shirt. Free shirt. You get to email us, or we'll email you uh, back if you're the winning suggestion, and we'll we'll discuss the shirt with you. Yeah, we'll say what's up, and we'll find out where the hell you live and uh i yeah show up at your house <laughs> I, you do not get a hand delivered shirt <laughs> i swear you don't yeah <laughs> um and then uh we have uh you choose we lose that's uh, right building your podcast the way you like it i like that yeah this is a uh, episode three tonight actually yeah of the, of the first first of the four cents coming back right so um and then you know we throw out four suggestions you kind of pick them up the, you know the order that you want them in and then uh you the, choose which ones you want to hear first yeah and then you choose which one of us gets to tell gets to that story yeah that's right you guys started off this month strong with child murder <laughs> back to back back to back child murder yours was worse yeah i, I will know. say I they know. were both horrible and horrific but yours was that, that one little bit where you're telling about the whole what, what actually happened i was just ugh. Yeah, like I, I got nothing because <laughs> I, I didn't know it was that brutal. I mean, I, obviously, I am. Well, the, the title was Girl Scout Murders, so 
I mean, well, I, I, mean I kind of. But you had said, what if they were the killers, which would have been kind of awesome. <laughs> Except that it's still true, so not really. But. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, we, we're we doing the next two episodes tonight. and Or not tonight. We're doing one episode tonight. Uh, and then we're following that up. The episode after this one will be the last of the four. And then we'll put out four more suggestions. That's right. And we'll go from there. I don't know. I might drop, uh, I might drop a... A episode in the middle. We usually kind of do that where we, we break it for a little. We bit. throw an audible or we yeah. just throw in something that we're sitting on. So yeah, you know, there's some stuff that's rattling around in these old <clears throat> noodles that yeah just need to be exercised. Yeah, there's a few that I've been researching and I'd really like to just put them to bed, put like them to bed, get yeah. get past it because yeah. they're still in in my like search yeah, list and you, history. And I'm like, Ugh. you and I have talked in the past about one that's been kind of yeah fucking with my head for a while <laughs> I, I don't know that i've got the angle on it yet but i've been i've been close i've been that's, narrowing that's a big it down, one man. man i've been narrowing it down that's so. a big one yeah. well tonight's a pretty fucking big story as well yeah i'm um, surprised i'll be interested to see how you fit this into an hour yeah well i, I think i will say before uh, we yeah. start yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that this is the first time in our 80 some episodes 77 that are still posted whatever it is yeah um 76 that are still posted um that you and i both wanted to do the same story <laughs> literally the first time I, it really is the first <clears throat> time i think we i mean I it's think almost we, always cannibal i'll do it and you're like yeah good <laughs> yeah, I, or, <laughs> <I'm fucking> yeah <laughs> like so i think there's been some times where like it's kind of been on the borderline like i think m- the closest that we've ever gotten is like all right i will do it like right like, okay i'll okay. do that one yeah it's like it's never like yeah let's Sweet. do this you're like yeah. okay bigfoot is mine yeah <laughs> it's like so this is the first time i think we both kind of we were kind of wanting to do this episode right so well and so in the spirit of that i figured instead of well i'm, I'm gonna do my volley somewhat but i really will be kind of asking you because even if you don't do research on this more than likely, you'll know something about it yeah. or have an opinion on it. Right. Yeah. And so I figured. And I lived through. I, like I didn't. I wasn't there. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. I got a. I got a new angle. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't. There. I'm interviewing. I, I wasn't obviously <laughs> there, but I remember this being on the news and shit. Like I remember yeah, the, the thing playing. It's so. crazy as hell. So what um, episode are we doing? <laughs> so what should we doing? We're doing Waco. We're doing Waco, Texas. So it was one of the top four. Uh, listener suggested topics, um, and you guys chose it to be number three. And honestly, on this one, I don't even think I asked who do you want to do it. We just both wanted to do it, so we had the conversation. So, yeah, yeah we cheated a little bit. We cheated Fuck a little it. bit. Fuck it. It's our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unscripted so, podcast. Unscripted podcast. We don't even play by our own rules. That's right. Um, so, yeah, this is the episode of Waco. Um, I mean, I didn't know much about the backstory of the Branch Davidians. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I, I've heard of the name. Um, but so I'll, I'll give you guys. Well, I would just, hope so. That shit was plastered on the fucking news. Dude. Right. But, it, you know, I haven't ever researched this. And so I've run into it as we've done other topics involving cults or what have you. But um, so for those of you that there there probably are some listeners that don't know what Waco yeah. is. So just in case, just like when we did Kurt Cobain, we figured we should tell you who the, tell fuck, you what he is. the fuck happened. Yeah. 
So um, the Branch Davidians, uh, or the General Association of Branch Davidian Seventh-day Adventists, are a religious sect which was founded in 1955 by Benjamin Rodin. Uh, They are an offshoot of the General Association of Davidian Seventh-day Adventists, established by Victor Hotef in 1935. They got a flag and shit. (laughs) Okay. So everybody got a flag. Everybody got a flag. Um can't take shit over if you don't get I don't want to turn this into a Religious. Branch Davidian episode, okay. so I'm, I'm not really going to get in too much. Um, but essentially, yeah, I mean, it got passed down um, in 1935. Uh, there were Hotef and his followers settled on a tract of land on the western outskirts of Waco, Texas, where they built a compa- compound called the Mount Carmel Center. Um, the cent- I feel like whenever you you, you put the term compound yeah, into a something, story, something, some shit's about to break up. going Even down. if everybody has, like, the most, like, you know, above board <laughs> morals and right. fucking wants and intentions, it, it goes to shit the minute you call it Just a compound. Just don't call it a compound. Yeah. Building, center. Yeah. Center. Something. I don't know. Center's got center's a fucking, got, yeah, got I know. Fl- yeah, kind of a fiery idea behind it too. it does um so after uh, hotef died in 1955 his wife florence became the leader um and let's see i think that got passed down um so what what made it that um she had any uh i don't know reason to take over like you know because he she he's was, essentially like the the prophet of the branch davidians right right so why why would she just i mean was it luck of the draw she was the one holding the last fucking straw like um well let me just read this um a okay. little bit then because i don't I, fuck i don't have the answer to that to be honest with you but and i might have even said that wrong I, I don't know if she necessarily took over so um this was the beginning of the group probably known blah, blah, blah. in 1957 florence hotef Oh, that was his wife, I guess. Yeah. Uh, sold the Mount. So I was wrong. I misspoke, I think. So Mount Carmel Center and, per- and purchased 941 acres near Elk, Texas, 13 miles northeast of Waco, naming the property New Mount Carmel Center. <laughs> she, she's very, she, she very called it original. a center. She, she called it a <laughs> Okay, guys. She's taking li- notes she's, out there. She's listening. Don't call your shit a center or a compound. Yeah. After, after no the nose. failure, oh, I guess she did. After the failure of Florence's prophecy of apocalyptic events on or near April 22nd, 1959, she dissolved the General Association of Davidian Seventh day Adventists in 1962 and sold all but 77.86 acres of the new Mount Carmel property. Rodin took possession of New Mount Carmel in 1962 and began his efforts to per- purchase blah 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 more acres. On February 1973, New Mount Carmel was sold to Benjamin Rodin, Lois Rodin, and their son George Rodin, trustees for General Association of Branch, Branch Davidian. From this point on, the property was simply known as Mount Carmel. Upon the death of Rodin in 1978, his wife Lois became the next Branch Davidian. This is like a family. Yeah, you know, sounds like like there's no fucking Highlander shit going on. Yeah, in 1981, a young man named Vernon Howell, later known as David Koresh, came to Mount Carmel and studied biblical prophecy under Lois Roden. By 1984, the core group of Branch Davidians shifted their allegiance from Lois, Lois's son George, to Koresh. Uh, The Branch Davidians are most most associated with the Waco siege of 1993 which was a 51-day standoff between members of the sect and federal agents. Um, all right. 
So that's kind of the history of how how we got to how Dave to old Davy three. This is how we got to ninety three. Old, old Davy took it over. I am kind of curious as to. I mean, you probably don't know this, but huh. the rift between George and and Davy, you know, because George was obviously being groomed to take over the cult. I'm just going to call it a cult. I don't care. Okay. Um, I'm just. We were going to talk. Gonna, we were going to talk about that a little just bit too. Dive so right that's, in. that's fair. We're that's just going to dive right in. All right. Um, I'm going to call him a cult. Um, but he was obviously supposed to take over the cult. Um, <laughs> and then David Koresh takes over under the tutelage of his mother. So I'm, I'm just curious as to how he became the heir apparent. It sounded to me like the people chose him. That that is the way it read. Yeah, well, but I had heard that in a few other places. But but, but the I guess the question I was driving at was how come Mom didn't teach Georgie <laughs> how to carry the them into the future as opposed to Davy? I don't know. Maybe she liked Davy better. Yeah, maybe Davy was better in the sack. Maybe Davy was diddling Mom. That's right. <laughs> I figured that's where you were going with that. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's cult. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to talk about that. So I, I, I changed my theory or my thoughts or whatever on this halfway through researching. Mm. Um, the Texas town of Waco has, for many Americans, become synonymous with tragedy ever since the 51-day siege in 1993. Um, so, and I'm going to paraphrase this because I have a feeling we're going to do a bunch of just kind of ban- banter on this one. So for those of you that don't know the um, Branch Davidians ship, the group that Shep is calling a cult. <laughs> Compound center cult. Compound center cult. Um, <laughs> the three C's. The, what, like ATF and... Well, ATF and the FBI. FBI. All the big ones are basically keeping tabs on this guy. They sent in an undercover, um, and they're essentially going to go in because they are assuming, or they are saying that they are... Um, gun running, right? Gun running. Yeah, yeah. right. Illegal guns and, and, and that sort of thing. So, um, actually, I think it says... Uh, on February 28th, in response to reports that the Davidians had been stockpiling illegal weapons at their compound, the Mount Carmel Center, in preparation for the end of the world, Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms agents raided the property. Their goal? To search for premises and arrest Koresh for unlawful weapons possession. But the plan was the, the plan went south fast. Dude, you have got to have really fucked up. Yeah. To have federal weapons charges in Texas. In Texas, dude. Like, if Texas law enforcement and the federal government shows up in Texas and says, yeah. oh, you got too much. Yeah. No. So the first thing is, um, and, and I'll go ahead and get this out of the way. So I, as I was doing research, it just so happened that, that our friend Paige, who I've become a fan of, she does the Irreverie mm-hmm. True Crime, she just did back-to-back episodes on, uh, on Waco and well, survivors, she, right? She was interviewing uh, Thibodeau, Dave, um, David Thibodeau. I think I say, I think I'm saying his right. Yeah, right. I think you are. Um, and so, if not, we're sorry. Yeah, sorry, bud. But I listened to those, and I'm going, okay, interesting, because you're that entire thing was his version of what went down. Yeah. Pretty, pretty convincing shit, in my opinion. Um, he, yeah, I kind of liked him actually. And I was like, okay, interesting. So he basically put it like this, that yeah, they had guns, but they had papers on all of them. And yeah, they were selling, their plan was, it started off that some of the guys just were gun collectors and they, you know, you're in Texas, dude. Yeah. In America. Like, right. like people have guns, lots right. of guns. Right. 
Um, and so he kind of made it like it wasn't a big, and he goes, we were selling, we were planning on selling some, but legally. Right. So he, he's like, I don't, I don't really know what. Why they were there. Yeah. Right. They said it's, it was total bullshit. Um, the, the, the entire thing. Uh, yes. You, you over there. Uh, um, <laughs> this is assumption. Maybe, maybe yeah. you can, uh, enlighten us as you go on. Um, probably not. <laughs> Uh, Jonestown uh, put a really bad taste in everyone's mouth, right. and so did Ruby Ridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it came to uh, a bunch of people with guns holed up, <laughs> hold, in, hold up in a, in, in a place they call compound. Um, right. Uh, you know, we were kind of joking at the beginning, but I mean, there, there. You know, this uh, some of the some of the cornerstones of things that our country has been built on is freedom of religion, freedom of to right to bear arms, uh, right, right, right. freedom of speech, those kind of things, right to assemble, um, you know, and and not always, <laughs> but in the past there have been certain issues where these rights have kind of been um, ignored to some degree. Yeah, when it comes to the agenda of whomever is in the controlling seat, right. So I'm really trying to do my best to tap dance around that. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, but the point that I'm, I was trying to make is I feel like, at the beginning at least, mm-hmm. you had a lot of people with guns, and so maybe somebody wanted to go get an idea of what was happening. Yeah. And then I, th- I really feel like the original trigger was, okay, we need to get some eyes on what's going on in here. Which okay. they did. Which they did. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man, it's statutory rape and pedophilia is the reason that this all went to okay, shit. Okay, so okay, so that was exactly where I was going next. So the the last th- the next thing basically the group led by the controversial self proclaimed prophet mm-hmm. David Koresh. So I read a bunch of things and I never really heard him say I'm a prophet. He said I am a Messiah. But if you read, like, I actually looked into it. Like the definition of a Messiah okay. was something along the somebody who is just like. Uh, spreading the word, not not I'm Jesus Christ or I, I'm God's son. Mm-hmm. Like I never found anything where he said I'm the son of God. Worship me. Yeah, nothing where he said I'm the light in the way. Right. <laughs> now, who knows what he said behind closed doors? So the whole problem with this, I think that there was. I don't want to jump ahead, but I don't think shit was handled properly, and I think there were some innocent people that were killed and hurt and involved in some shit, but. You can't look past some of the allegations against David Koresh, diddling young women, young girls, yeah, children, yeah, uh, specifically on mass, right? <laughs> like it was, it was right. Most well, of the... like yeah, when you start getting into, and that's where I'm like okay with saying the cult thing because I go back and forth. Um, that uh, Thibodeau kept saying no, we it was a church, you know. And he never mentioned anything about Koresh. Of course, that didn't come up, probably out of respect. Because he probably would have stopped the interview, I'm assuming. Yeah. But you never know. That's why we don't interview people. That's why, right. Um, it, but, dude, there's just too many allegations and too many things. So I can't get past that with Koresh, dude. Like, you're you're a dirtbag. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know what kind of mind control you can have over someone to make people go, well... Well, we've had we've, half of our country at the moment. I guess <laughs> well, we, we've <laughs> but, had this conversation in the past when right. it comes to these 
the leaders of fucking movements movement. or whatever <laughs> the fuck you want to call yeah, this. Yeah. It's a movement. Uh, it's a fucking cult. But <laughs> like, I'm so the defining characteristic of a cult is the inability <laughs> to leave. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I don't give. There's a lot of crazy shit that present day religions pitch. Yeah. But on Sunday, when the bells ring, everybody goes home. Everybody goes home. You know. Now, uh, I did hear, and actually this was, again, in the interview, which I'll, I'll probably reference quite a bit, but he said we were able, we could leave if we want to. So what? that's even more creepy to me. Like, what kind of brainwash, mind control does one person have over a group to make them not want to leave? Mm-hmm. And to be doing that kind of shit. But he said he was a messiah. A messiah, but... I I bet you he was saying that he was the Messiah. You know what I'm saying? Behind closed dude, doors. Dude, for anyone who didn't Google the meaning of the word Messiah. It sounds, well, yeah. It means I'm to God, I'm the God. lay person is that <laughs> I am the light in the way. Like, it doesn't right. matter what your intention is when saying it. Right, right. Or if you have a Webster's Dictionary sitting next <laughs> to you. If no one's reading the definition, if no one understands the... You use the word Messiah right. to invoke followers. Yeah. And, yeah, it's and, and strong, to have a strong word choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to use absolute fucking. Like, I would prefer if he used prophet over Messiah because prophet just means I'm bringing you some info. Right. Messiah means I am the info. I yeah. brought me. Right. It's me. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Or maybe. Maybe I even maybe I even googled the word prophet. Maybe I'm getting mixed up. No, I don't think I am. I mean, you can Google it right now to check me. But let, let me get past some of this other stuff. Okay. Just for those people, <laughs> just get past. Well, because some people may not know actually yeah. what happened. Okay, so tell the story. So while me, I right, because I knew this episode was going to go like this, but which is good. But let me get at least through the what happened. Uh, let's see. On February 28th, in response to reports that the Davidians had stockpiling illegal weapons, uh, the FBI, um, da, 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 their goal was to so. But the plan went south fast, with four FBI agents and six Branch Davidians dying in a chaotic shootout, but it's still not clear who shot the first shot. Yeah. So, literally, FBI is saying, we didn't fire, you know, the ATF. first shot. ATF, ATF. Sorry. ATF said, we didn't, we didn't shoot the first shot. You know, they started shooting at us. And, of course, every person that was on the other side, inside the compound, um, says the opposite. Um the FBI then became embroiled in a 51-day standoff with Koresh at the compound. During this time, negotiators arranged the release of 35 Branch Davidians, including 21 children. But on April 19, 1993, in an attempt to lure Koresh and his followers out, agents took decisive action, and uh, critics later called extre- uh, critics later called extreme and unwarranted. They rammed the building with tanks, tanks and launched a tear gas assault. The structure caught fire. The cause of the fire is still debated, and 76 Branch Davidians, which included 28 children, died in the flames. Sometime during the fire, Koresh, then 33 years old, uh, died of a gunshot wound to the head. It remains unknown whether he killed himself or was shot by someone else. But that's not only the only unanswered question when it comes to the infamous siege. Um, well, there's a bunch more. but yeah. So it sounded to me from one of the witnesses, Mr. Thibodeau, um, that Koresh went to the door because they were outside and they were hollering and 
he opened the door, said, there's women and children, you know, don't shoot, yada, yada, let's talk. And shots were fired. One hit him in the side. And there's actually a video of him sh- like sitting on a, this weird couch in this bed. And he's sitting here and he's got, he's like, look at this hole. And it like went through and came out the other back. And he's like, oh, I'm bleeding again. You know, pretty, it's like it hurts, but obviously not a fatal shot. Um, but I believe his father, don't quote me on that. There was an older gentleman that was there who did get shot immediately and died. Um, so that's kind of when, and then all of these people who are inside are like, well, fuck, we're going to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. So hence the, then the, the standoff. Mm-hmm. That's how they say it. Obviously the ATF says the opposite. Yeah. They started shooting at us. So we should, you know, so we return fire. We return fire. Right. Um, so the, one of the big things, well, this first thing, experts still debate whether the Branch Davidians were, in fact, a cult. So, again, none of this is answered. It's still up for debate. Um, but there are things that kind of look bad for the ATF, for the FBI. Things like they said that they didn't use any uh, flammable oh, Ign- igniters yeah. or, or whatever. But... Then they came and there it is. And then they came back and released, oh, yeah, we did. Um, the members of the church. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, said that no one that no one saw anyone light a fire, they didn't light the fire, they were it was not a mass suicide. That the their their incendiaries were were, were people saying that the. Branch Davidians, like, no, no shit. Like, I, yeah. I, I think that the Branch Davidians were like, it was the last day at the Alamo for them. Like, I'm saying that, like, once the fire started, they're like, we're not leaving. So, and so that to me kind of does ring true for mass suicide a little bit, except for the 28 children who died for no fucking reason. Right. So, um, so I can't remember the number, but a few people got out. But and those people were interviewed and witnessed, and they said, here's the deal: tear gas. And so all the women and children went into this, uh, like, underground. <laughs> well, it was like a um, cement room, you know, like, I don't know if it was underground or whatever. A bunker? No, a bunker, basically, yeah. Um, and so just imagine chaos is going on, tear gas, smoke, and they're like, why didn't they come out with the kids? Like, it was ultimate panic. Plus, literally, people were passing out. So they literally were stuck. That's that. This is what they're saying. They're saying they didn't. They didn't not want to leave. They couldn't leave. They said they were stuck in there and essentially got burned alive. So, that's one side of it. The other side of it is, yeah, they. Uh, some people are saying, oh no, they're going out with a bang together. You know, this is the end. Believe what you want. I don't think. I, I think it's they got stuck and. Uh, too much force was used. Even though they're being shot at, you have how many, I don't remember the number, but there were like armies, (laughs) like masses amounts of people. You know what I mean? So I feel like they went a little overboard. Yeah, no. I'm, by the way, the comment earlier, I I agree with you. They weren't there because of the guns. Yeah. I think they were afraid they were going to have another Jonestown situation. Also, the dudes of- or Ruby Ridge, right. Or, or, Even if they're legal gun owners. Yeah, whichever. Yeah, they were afraid they were, it was going to be a mass suicide. But they were there to get Koresh because he was a pedophile. Yeah. And a it, fucking monster. That would be my argument, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. 
So and I, he didn't want to go. And he didn't want to go. And I do think he had some sort of control over these okay. people. So, okay. The answer to the question that you asked earlier. Messiah he must have, he must have said he was a prophet because Messiah, the definition of Messiah is the promised land deliverer of the Jewish nation <laughs> prophesized in the Hebrew Bible. Okay. Or a leader or savior of a particular group or cause. Maybe that's what. Well, okay. But, uh, Did you look up prophet? Yeah. Is it so? Is that what I quoted or, or attempted to paraphrase? I bet it was. So a leader, but I feel like he said I was a messiah or yeah. I am a messiah, but he might have said I'm a prophet. Um. Sorry, sorry. I'm doing your research for you before you're. All right, a person regarded as an inspired teacher or proclaimer of the will of God. That was it. Yeah, that's, so he, that, he that's said, "I am a prophet, I'm a prophet not yeah. a messiah. messiah." Yeah, right. A messiah does it is, is always singular. No right. one's like, "There's more of I'm us." The messiah. Yeah, there's like 19 messiahs. Right, right, right. Messiah, my mistake. Yeah, so, so I, I had to get that out of my brain. Good thing you're here. Yeah, but anyway, anywho, <laughs> back to the 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 situation at hand. All right, so I would say that after 51 days of a standoff, <clears throat> you're at a weird place. Right. If you're the ATF and the FBI, yeah, you can't walk away. No, right. No, no. <laughs> by the way, he's got to come the fuck out. By the way, for those that don't know, this was all like televised. Yeah, this was on the news. They like. All right, everything. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. So I was. I'm pretty. I was pretty harsh to the Branch Davidians. I'm gonna be pretty harsh to the fucking, you know, federal government here too. Yeah. You murdered a building full of people and children. Lots of children. Lots of kids. Now, whether or not some of that was death by cop kind of thing. Right. 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 Or whether it was. You got children on on the on the ground, man. You need to be using a deft hand when it comes to the way you you maneuver. Right. I mean, and granted, you're in a fucking tank. I don't give a, a shit. Tank. If, I don't give a shit if they're like they would almost have to have mortar fire coming down on you before it's like, all right, man, we're torching the city. Right. And that's another actually thing. They said that part of the part of the reason actually that room where most of the kids were, like some of them were literally like passing out suffocating for whatever the tear gas does mixed with yeah. stress and whatever but then actually the roof sure collapsed hot, the too. roof the roof collapsed when the tank came in and dropped its yeah whatever that's turret. called turret 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 <laughs> it dropped its messiah it dropped its messiah <laughs> there's there's many like me i'm only a messiah i'm, I'm not the messiah yeah. okay <laughs> so so look all right 51 days you're in a weird spot is the federal government cuz yeah. you can't walk away no. and especially not with this, all this shit in the news Oh shit! You like, got, they caught that. Yeah, you got um, Jesus Christ of <laughs> the Branch Davidians <laughs> sitting inside diddling children, and you can't let that go. No, you can't. And they made some mistakes at the beginning. They maybe they thought that there were weapons that they shouldn't have had. Maybe they thought that they were gun running for car, you know, cartels or cartels or yeah. Escobar or something. Right, right. They don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. And so they send somebody in. Maybe they didn't get great intel. Maybe they did. Maybe they were there because they were like, "Oh shit! Well, we know they got guns. We know he's fucking kids. We gotta, we gotta have a reason to be on on site." Now, now for the hard shit. Yeah. Because I've heard everything from it was a firework that went off that like somebody like 
that was near that started the fire. You mean? No, not that started the fire, but oh, the gun. The somebody mistook a bottle rocket that was shot by a looky loo uh-huh. into the compound as gunfire, and that's what triggered the interesting go 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 go. Um, I don't know if if you haven't had a lot of time with um, firearms. Um, obviously, the ATF does. As that's one of the they the should have three, been trained. Yeah. <laughs> the three things in your title, right. um, and the FBI is also responsible for a very large amount of time and training when it comes to firearms. You should be able to tell um, the difference. Is that what you're saying between an incendiary round and a fire, a smoke round, a bottle rocket. <laughs> well, no, a smoke round and an incendiary round. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like when you torch a building, you're probably doing that on purpose. Right now whether stuff was loaded accidentally or like, hey, I'm just grabbing, grab yeah. and go, grab and go. But after 51 days, you'd think they'd worked out what kind of armament they had yeah. sitting on the field. You would think so. Play. They had helicopters come in, which is a big, big issue. A big complaint is is there was one audio, and I actually saw this on YouTube, where one of the, um, the who the hell, negotiators, Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, was talking to Koresh, and, he, and Koresh is like, you're a damn liar. That's all you could. You're a damn liar. They were shooting at us from the hel- helicopters. Um, I guess they killed one one of the the members, and and the guy was going, "No, we didn't. No, they they weren't shooting from the helicopters." And he's like, "You're a damn liar. Tell me right now." And he and he totally changed his shit. He was he stopped and he was like, "Well, no, David. What I'm saying is they did not have machine guns attached to the side of the helicopters. Now there were men inside. He's like, "Did they have guns?" He's like, "I'm sure they did. They were." He's like. So I mean, straight up, they kept getting caught in these in these lies because yeah. everything was recorded, right? And there was one part where they actually there was a documentary that I was watching on uh, Prime or something, and it was pretty. Well, it was ma- mainly just all the evidence, but so they used infrared, and they shouldn't have. They, no one should have gotten that because it showed <laughs> the, like them shooting. <laughs> like, oh, okay. it was like, yeah. uh, and so it, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Didn't, yeah, but uh, you know, there was a lot of they didn't handle it well, but I understand why the initial, you know, I, I understand why they showed up, but they showed up guns blazing, blazing from know? the beginning, from the get, from the jump, yeah. Um. So David Koresh, I don't want to really talk more about him. He had a weird childhood and stuff, but he was—he's my problem with the whole Waco thing. Not, not I think the other people were innocent. So I just want to, you know, well, for those they, listening, they were, they were listening to a guy that. All right. So and these weren't dummies, by the way. These were people who came from like um, a lot of people from the UK, like intelligent people who came to learn about the Seven Seals. And I didn't want to get into all that. But that's part of what they believe in. So um, we're not talking about dummies. So again, that goes back to how, what kind of person has that sort of power? Dude, simple. Dude, that's that's a, this one of the simplest answers. Because if, is, if you've got a guy, all right. So let's say you're disillusioned by society. I don't I don't care how intelligent you are, or you know how you know logical of a person you are right if you're disillusioned by society in general mm-hmm. and you've got somebody pumping your head full of <laughs> whatever 
crack they've got going around in yours, in theirs, you know, they don't, it, it, it's not going to work on 95% of the people. But for the, you know, the, you know, true, the one here, the one there, the one here, the one there, then you're going to end up with a room full of people. Yeah, that's eventually. fair. That's fair. Now, that being said, like, he could have, at the beginning of this whole thing, been like, no, man, I'm really trying to do good shit for people. Like, I'm really trying to, like, I'm trying to build this church and really trying to, you know, bring the light in the way. And we just lack some guns. And children. <laughs> well, they, they, I imagine that the children thing kind of came in. You don't you don't just start nailing kids, you, I would imagine. That's not your pitch. Yeah, you don't say, hey, bring your kids. Because <laughs> yeah, I want to I got... I, you don't say I got happy meals. No. Everybody come on in. Come on in. So that's not that's not what you lead with. No. You you get to that by brainwashing people with the fact that you're the Messiah or a prophet. Well, and, these and, are obviously clearly you know, but they already had belief and faith so, beforehand and so you know, every, you know, every race, every creed, every you know, age group, every, you know, gender, whatever. For the most part, there is some cross-section that has a religion. Yeah. And to say that one is arguably more sane than another is just your perspective. And and, and, and it's true. A a lot of times, in my opinion. It is. Uh, You know, there's a lot of people that are going to get butthurt by me saying that, but that religion speaks to you for a reason. Right. Men f- and women fuck things up. Yeah, okay, like we do. We like if you really if you look at the ethos of any political body on paper, it's really built around protecting the populace. Right. It is the people who are in charge that fuck it up. Yeah. Who who corrupt it and and destroy it and make it something to oppress with. It's true. Same thing with religion. Right. <laughs> Right. They're all built to be inclusive and to be about love and caring and taking care of your neighbor and and building a society and building a life. It's the people that fuck it up. And it doesn't matter. Like, mankind taints right. beautiful things. Whatever we touch. Yeah. 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 And even if you don't lead with that, you know, the old saying, like, absolute power corrupts absolutely. You know, like nobody's telling no, him no. Nobody's saying no. Right. They're all saying like, you are the son of God. You are entitled to my daughter. They asked a few and they were like, do you think he's the son of God? And they're like, we hope so. <laughs> yeah, we hope so. And it's like, well, yeah, because all this is for nothing. If not, you know, I right, mean, God don't need you to have an AR-15. No, absolutely not. You know. There's, there's, just, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I want, like I feel for these people, these women and children, obviously. And, and even the men, you know, the people that were there who got just run over and literally burned alive and whatever. I feel for them. I know they chose to be there, but God, I also got, God didn't send his, his son or daughter down here to fuck your kids. No, I, well, no, no, I, I agree. So if I don't you find yourself what, in these situations. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, what I, I guess. In my mind, and just because I'm still hopeful, I'm the dreamer, starry-eyed, you know. But I, I'm hoping that they didn't know what he was doing behind closed doors. He did. He wasn't having sex with all of the children, by the way. 
it, there, it was only reported that there was some who's, underage women, young girls. Who, who, who's reporting this? Well, everything that I researched. I don't. There was a ton of obviously people on the inside. I knew. That, I know a few got out. Yeah, right. Like, like running in the... Yeah, there was a couple of kids that got out, too. I think one... Actually, I think the youngest was like eight years old. So, I mean, they're, they're you know, that's a rough life going forward, you know. Yeah. But, but um, well, you see a lot of shit. A lot of people die. I mean, that's got to fuck you up. But, so, what I'm saying is I didn't hear... I, uh, I watched from both sides. There's a document. Right. I listened to both sides. And... Well, it, where do you fall on it? Koresh was a monster, the government officials didn't handle it correctly. Tortured or, or, or just mass massacred. massacred, you know, innocent people. Also, why? Well, I, 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 I don't I honestly. Don't, you don't. You don't need to answer the David Koresh. No, why? no, no, no. Right. That, that's why. Well, I think because at, at this point, what happened is cops got killed, and now they're now they're pissed. Now it's a full-on shootout. Now it's a war. We're and, not going to stop. You, yeah, you're not going to. You're not going to win. You're not. Well, no. You're right. So I just feel like it just escalated quickly, and that just nobody ever took the responsibility to go, "Hey, dude, like, like maybe we should ease off on the fucking helico- helicopters and tanks." Yeah, these are fucking people. Well, they led and, with that, didn't they? I mean, they were. It was like pretty day soon, two that I don't they know, showed up with tanks. Yeah, I don't know exactly which day. Pretty soon, yeah. I found most of my research because I. I I knew the story. I knew what happened, but most of it I kept going and getting sucked into like the okay. So did they do it? Did they not? Whose fault was it? Who started? And it was literally split. So yeah. I didn't come up with the de- decisive like oh well. There's proof that this was what happened. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still like Ugh. I get why they're there because Koresh needed to be taken down, but they still didn't handle it well, and innocent people died. Yeah, that's kind of where I end up. I think that the only reason that this lasted 51 days is. They were trying to buy enough time. The ATF was trying to buy enough time that somebody on the inside would basically mutiny. Right. And say, fuck it. Maybe it'll solve this for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. So. I mean, yeah, there was like 754 phone calls made to him. Like, dude, like, and you can listen to a lot of them, and you can listen to Koresh's speeches, and you know he was well spoken, and he was act. You, you hear, <laughs> I listened to a couple of podcasts, and the the girls are really funny, and I won't name names, but they were like, yeah, and he's like totally hot, and I'm like, hope what think about what you're saying, like, yeah. they're like, oh, he was like a really good musician, and like, you know, I was like, dude, what the fuck, he. He's a pedo, man. Fuck all that. Yeah. Like I have no sympathy for him. No. Or anyone who knew that that's what was happening, yeah. you know? Who and, was complicit with it. And, and yeah, right. And, and there's no one who survived is like, well, yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah. I was cool with it. So that that's not even, that well, research well, doesn't exist. If you really want to look at it, like, what's the downside for you as the ATF? Right. Bad press? <laughs> right. You know, what's the downside for you if you're the feds? Like, Nate, you know David Koresh's name, right? Right, right, right. right. Name... Name one three officer. ATF agents that were involved. I can't name, name one. Name the shot caller right. for the ATF or the FBI. Actually, the I had some notes on that. I was like, I it's, yeah, it's yeah. Not. But see, that's I mean, right. that's the point I'm making. I know, right, like, right, you, right. You're just like, oh, I don't care. Don't, don't care. You know? Yeah. But, you know, it's like so this this Thibodeau guy. I, yeah, yeah. I think it's Thibodeau. How it's T H I B, but I'm pretty sure it's Thibodeau. All right. So how did? 
I don't I obviously don't know how like how did he make it to the point that he's being interviewed on podcasts well he wrote a book actually okay and and so he I'm saying how did he make it out of the center compound cult oh well so he okay so after the fire there Mm -hmm. were people who they, they I think there was eight or nine ish of them and he said and I don't want to shit on him because actually I, I actually believe him and I know that he was there I'm just asking no no right he... so but so he um, basically said at the point we knew that we were either going to be burned alive or we're going to go out and get shot and he goes I would rather die getting shot than being burned alive so we went out and he goes luckily they didn't shoot us and they pulled us aside immediately and you know quarantined us and started interviewing us and asking us questions and it's called debriefing. Debriefing. There it is. Not it quarantine. Was a, it was an interview. Not quarantining. Whatever. I got quarantine on the brain. Yeah. Debriefing. Debriefing. Sorry, I don't know the correct terminology for military or police tactics. So, well, but I um, mean, I was just curious because he's telling story. Yeah. You know. So, so is he? Again, question. Just a question. Yeah. Is he? He's obviously like a true believer. Yeah, you know, he talked about how you talk about like his faith, why he was there. Well, why he was there? Like, if they're, if they're tiptoeing <clears throat> around his feelings now, so bringing he, Koresh into no, the conversation. Well, no, he. I haven't he, read his book. Obviously. No, no, right, right, right. And he said that if I remember, it was a pretty long interview. It was really good, but he said that he was there because he was like, I'm curious about this. And actually, I think he and Koresh met because he's a drummer and Koresh was in a, a guitar. And singer, fucking one more time. I hear about these sons of bitches. Fucking, yeah. I, I can play three chords. <laughs> right. Well, I don't Fuck know. You. Whatever. Apparently, so they met because for music and shit. And and then he, I guess he was telling about the seven seals and just the whole whatever. And we won't get into all that. But so and he kind of was like, all right, I'm curious. I'm interested. I have some faith. But and I guess he liked what he heard. So he went to the compound. He said, basically, we just became a family. Um, you know, and the whole thing. They talk about people being forced to marry each other and all that. He said, Koresh asked me to marry one of the ladies, and I was like, nope. And then the girl came and asked him. It was all for show. And he goes, and I said yes to her. He goes, but I never signed anything. What show? I, I don't know. What's the show? I, I don't know. Why do you have to put on a show? Obviously, and this is go, this goes back to me not liking or trusting or believing anything that Koresh says because obviously ulterior motives, he's a, mm-hmm. a dirtbag and, you know, I think a monster. So, yeah. Or was a monster. Yeah, no. So you you you've hit you've hit oil. You <coughs> right. don't have to keep digging with me on Koresh. Yeah, we're uh, in agreement on this yeah, one. Yeah, no, no yeah. I, I didn't think we were going to come into this one and be like, oh, oh, you're he's not a pro saint. Koresh. He's <laughs> a saint. He's a saint. No, no, I'm not I, pro Koresh. And and you know, I, I mean, I was tainted by history, like time yeah. of living through this, and, um, you know, it would be fucking interesting. It would be fucking interesting to me if the reason that, I, I don't know, like cause something, I mean, obviously the pedo shit and they got, they, they obviously got there with <laughs> uh, forced <laughs> right. Intel right, to right. some degree. Right, right. Like the, the guns thing didn't work out, but. Okay, we gotta have we have a, gotta have a reason for a tank, right? Right. Well, they're not coming out. Let's use a bigger gun. Yeah. Well, but no, no. I, I mean, the point I'm trying to make is, they the response was so heavy. Right. Right. 
but it wasn't ever to me 51 days is kind of you know that's a long time it's a long ass time but it even at 51 days it never looked like a rescue attempt at any point like they didn't have go teams ready to like kick in the windows and pull people out like right they were there it looked to me like for murder (laughs) right so you don't yes pedo should be murdered I'm not arguing that. Like, (laughs) that's our stance. That's a definitive statement. (laughs) Pedo should be murdered. Um, New shirt, but (laughs) new merch coming soon. (laughs) That's not. You don't usually show up with a tank to murder pedos, right? Like, you can just do that with SEAL Team Six, or you know, like not SEAL Team Six, but the the homeland version of SEAL Team Six can just go in and hit them with a flashbang and shoot them in the face. Now, I will say that they had a ton of guns on the inside. So I'm sure that there, you know, I'm sure that there was a, a massive, okay, gunfire. But a tank, tomorrow Tam- trained you, kill trained killers essentially yeah. train. You, you know. could have four guys in an Abrams tank or a Bradley tank or any tank after <laughs> a tank 1883. <laughs> right, right. You any tank and four people and just drive through the front door. Yeah. Nobody has to shoot a gun. No, wait till they're out of bullets, That's and then true. everybody can just get out and be like, hey, "You're coming with us now, All right? You're under arrest." Yeah, <clears throat> you don't have to fire a shot with a tank, right? Because nothing's getting through. I don't care what armament you have inside of your building. Right. If it's not enough for them to kick the door in on a fucking ATF warrant, which they obviously knew it wasn't, right? They're not worried about any of that. That's true. Let me let me ask you this, and it's not really backtracking, but it is. What if, because to my knowledge and my research, there was never a a, a a witness or someone that said, yeah, I was molested by Koresh. What if he wasn't a pedo? What if it was a church? Okay. The, the, okay, so then that, that boils down to the question that I ask quite a bit. Why? Why what? What if it was that they were just going because they thought they had illegal guns? And then they just couldn't back out? They yeah, just couldn't I, walk yeah. away? I'm just saying, if that is the case, which it there's a small chance. I mean, more people have said that it's the latter, you know, and that he's a pedo and whatever. But well, I mean, that that's, that is a curious statement. Like, how do we know that he was a pedo? So let me just go back to Thibodeau. So he, when he talks, man, he is very passionate and he is pissed off because he's like, I'm so fucking sick. Everything that I hear is that we're a cult. He goes, I fucking hate being called a cult. Because he's like, we weren't a cult. We were a church. We were a group. We were a family. He goes, and and from what I remember, he was like, I didn't see none of that shit. He goes, yeah, we had a ton of guns, but we weren't selling them illegally. We had papers on all of them. And I think she asked him, well, did they ever find the papers? Well, no, there was a fire. You know, <laughs> so no. But actually, David Koresh offered to show them the papers, and they declined. I, anyway. He went into it, so he's he was very passionate, very... He had me believing, okay, like, this dude was not involved in what everyone is saying that was actually happening behind, you know. So you, I, I just don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting thought. So, like, if, if, if he was never... If everything was above board. Right. Okay, so let's assume... If, let's, let's, yeah. play that, let's play that scenario through. So if, if everything was above board, right, and... Then what? 
why do they have any reason to be there in the first place? The the members? No, the ATF. Team. Oh, right. Well, why does the ATF and the FBI even show up for the guns? Why? I don't, they, don't, they don't fucking need it. Right. If they're not running guns, well, they they don't have yeah, illegal right. guns. Well, they they they're saying that they were there because they had illegal stockpiling illegal weapons. I know what they're fucking saying. They were going to gun shows, but yeah. I, I know what they're fucking saying. Mm. But my point is, like, you get in there, you you they sent fucking a rat in there. Yeah, actually, that's how they that's how the members found out that the because they were prepared when when the cops showed up because the one of oh no that wasn't it one of the one of the news news vans came and stopped and asked for directions and they asked directions from a member of the <laughs> of the church and he's like well so he ran back and told them and actually the undercover uh officer was there and heard so he actually dipped out went to the ATF or whatever and said hey dude it's off call it off because they fucking know we're coming yeah and they said no it's too late we're already we're already geared up, but it's not. That's that's the point. It wasn't too late. So no. there's something else. There's something yeah. that that's the point I'm trying to make. Okay, oh, okay. let's say everything's above board. Let's say everything's above board, right? Let's say everything is above board. Everything the guns that the uh, the CI everything's legit knew were fucking legit. Yeah, I mean maybe they had some. All right, dude, you don't. You're not gonna fucking 51 days. You're not gonna go into a standoff for 51 days with a guy on the idea. Right. That this might turn into a, a fucking five-year prison sentence? Right. Like, you're not going to ha- let the news sit around. You're not going to let all this... Bo- There's something else here that, in the story that's not fucking showing up. Well, to be to be honest... That's kind of where I was digging earlier, I but I, I pulled away because I was like, <clears throat> I eh, well, so- there's nothing there. I was legitimately where I stopped was, it sounds to me like David Koresh was fucking running guns... <clears throat> to the cartels or Escobar or something like that right. and decided he was going to cash in the fucking money on his own and they fucking knew the ATF or the FBI knew he was a fucking he was a fucking snitch yeah and they had given him fucking cover for years and years oh. and years and then when he's like I'm going on my own they're like fuck that no you're not and then they they burned him in his house yeah right interesting theory okay and that's why you call him a pedo that's why you say he's got Label illegal guns, this. and yeah. that's why you do a 51-day standoff. But the problem with the 51-day standoff is he would have too much time to have conversations where people would be like, well, dude, like, you're, like why wouldn't you say at day 23, I'm a snitch. I'm a snitch. I work for these motherfuckers. Let's, yeah, right. You know, so that's, that's why true. that's why that, well, but maybe they burned those tapes. I don't fucking know. But there's just something doesn't. I mean, obviously, something doesn't right. ring true right. with the response versus the actuality of the situation. Right. Which is why I was surprised when I started doing the research. I'm like, it is not cut and dry because I didn't. I never had researched it. I just remember seeing mm-hmm. it and hearing about it. And what you hear is, dude was a pedo, and these people are in a cult, and they were shooting at cops, so the cops wiped them out. Mm-hmm. So what did I say to you when we were talking about who's going to do this episode? Oh, you said, yeah, the conspiracy theories. Are you going to do them? Well, and then my response was, well, no, you are, motherfucker. That's why. (laughs) But so, and I know all the theories, and I I keep getting torn Mm -hmm. because I I listened to what he said, Thibodeau, and I was like, now that makes sense to me. I get it. And he wasn't, like, really trying to sell anything. He was just pissed. He's like, I'm so sick of it. Selling a book. Well, he already's been selling books, I think. But anyway, but I agree with you. There has to be more to it because why would they go through all that? 
Dude, as much as, you know, the cops, the ATF, FBI guys aren't going to get anything but a slap on the wrist for this this bullshit. Right. Um, they also don't want a slap on the wrist. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you bring a peaceful resolution to the Waco situation, you're going to be a senator. Right. You're going to hold public office down the road. So they don't want that. But the idea is you don't show up in force like that. For nothing. For nothing. Right. And, and okay, blah, 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 blah. But, like, dude, in almost every situation, especially on this level, dude, they want to talk at the beginning because they don't want this shit to go to they fucking don't want, scraps. Yeah, right, right, right. I agree. Yeah, so, and that's why I go... Especially if you got a CI on the inside who's telling you what's up. Well, and then the other part of me goes, okay, so there was the inside guy, so maybe he knew that he was a pedo and he confirmed it, and they were like, fuck, we got to go in. So, you know, this one this one was interesting because, well, one, it wasn't, it's not resolved, like, it's not, but I don't think they're still digging. Oh, it's resolved. Well, it's, yeah, it's over, but I'm just saying, like, nobody knows exactly. It's still, he said, she said. I mean, you know. I feel like this is going to be a FOIA drop in like well you know however many years before the statute fucking opens up on when when we can start requesting documents and shit like that oh right um but i mean fuck you know how long did they hold on to the ufos and then they were like yeah that's a real surprise hey 2020 2020 this is the year man come on come yeah. clean everything come, come clean let's just, just let's get it all out let's get it all taken just, care of. we'll just put it all out there and then we'll just all kind of just be like all right man right. we need about 10 years to fucking just cleanse right i don't know man this this screams some purge shit to me yeah yeah that's kind of why i was going with that like maybe he was a maybe he was like an informant, was an informant. or he was he was working with somebody i didn't realize that's what you were hinting at but now you say it and it's like oh yeah that's a really good inter- that's a and then, a you, good then you torch your you torch this guy when it's like, oh no, man, he's a fucking pedophile. He's running guns. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's fucking crazy. We're calling yeah. it a cult. Like we're doing all this stuff. Yeah, right. You torch the, their reputation because you want everything that they say to be discounted, like we did at the beginning. Right, right. You know, I kind of I, I laid in heavy at the beginning because I I mean personally I do think it's a cult. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, you know, you're I, entitled, dude. Look, if it's not a cult. That's fine. But in my opinion, it's a cult the minute that you decide you're going to lock the kids inside with you. Nothing, no harm is going to come to those kids if you let them out the front door. If you guys want to fucking stand it out Ruby Ridge style, cool. Send the kids out. Get rid of the kids, yeah. Send the women and the children out, man. Then you and the dudes can fucking have a circle jerk and fucking hang out. I'll I'll admit, I'm not quite ready to say it was a full-on cult, but I will say that's pretty cultish. Pretty culty. You, you don't use kids as bargaining chips, bro. Yeah, no, no. I'm with you, you also don't use them as pin cushions or whatever, whatever. may or yeah. may not have happened on the inside. Right. But no, it's a it's a shitty situation. It's a weird situation and and a lot of innocent children and people died, in my opinion. Well, clearly innocent children died, but also yeah. I think innocent adults died. But I think probably there was something bigger to it, and I agree with you 100%. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. And I don't really have a theory on what it could be, but I, yours is interesting, though. The informant. I mean, dude, Waco, for the record, like, let's, well, I mean, there's a lot of rumors out there that Escobar was a plant as well. Really? Yeah, that Escobar was planted 
in South America to run the oh, drug trade. You you mentioned that in one of the episodes, yeah. and I was like, no, that's fucking really crazy. Yeah, so there, there's a lot to be said that like, oh, you know, and and we did a lot of torching. We did a lot of when torching. it came to what the U.S. government was was doing with getting rid of fucking. Oh shit, that's. Yeah, <laughs> we can't be close to that. To, yeah. Uh, so, but I don't know. I I just I'm I'm looking something up. Yeah, that's fine. But I I feel like uh, I feel like it's you looking for like location. Yeah, because so that's interesting. So the distance. Between Waco, Texas, and the Mexican border is a lot farther than I thought. Oh, okay. I thought originally. Okay. I thought it was a little closer. It is sixteen hundred and ninety-one miles. Wow. No shit. Yeah. So. All right. So. Eh. Well, still. So. And that's straight. Distance, whether it's bro. an informant, that's whether he's a pedo, distance. whether it was just totally an entire fuck up on. No, that's not fucking. The the side of the ATF that seems that seems wrong by the way it is it is most certainly wrong I was like even it's like Mexico even Maine Texas, or something I was like even if Texas like anywhere in Texas should not be that far from Mexico <laughs> I'm not the best at geography <laughs> no but, but I was like I like looked it up and it was like Texas Maine or Texas Mexico or some shit <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, you said it, and I was like, "Well, you know, you're you know your shit." Well, why would? And you're googling it, so. But let's just say Juarez, Mexico. Having Okay, so it says it says it's six hundred miles, but six hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, it's closer than sixteen hundred, but still a thousand miles. Closer. Yeah, right, but that still seems wrong. Yeah, it does. But anyway, so yeah, it. it that was my spiel, but I, I just, I'm not, at, at the end of it, I didn't come out going, oh, this is 100% what I believe, but I, I'm a little bit on both sides. And I do lean towards Koresh was not a good guy. I, 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 so, I mean, I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm summarizing. No, I know, I know, saying, I know what you're saying. Right. Like, it is interesting, I feel like, that... There's a lot of questions about, like, like, because you always kind of go into the situation like what you've been tainted with when yeah. it comes to the news. Right. And the news is, you know, fucking, he's a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Straight, <laughs> straight up. According, yeah. If That's for, why it, they were, that's it, why this, that's why this went down the way it did. Right. No, if you, if you don't go digging or if you don't look at a bunch of different sources, more will say that he is a pedo. Than not. Oh yeah, I'm sure. A hundred percent, like way more. So, but when I started listening to the interview with Thibodeau, and then I started watching a couple documentaries and some stuff, and I go, oh, interesting. And then I wanted to really listen to the people that were on the inside, and what what you know. So, and and that's that's where I got swayed to. I don't know if everybody on the inside knew exactly what was going on. If that was indeed true. I mean, David so. Koresh didn't seem like the kind of guy that was doing a whole lot of hiding. No, no. But it's at at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you got a bunch of dead people that was handled unnecessary very heavy handedly by right. now that 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 is kind of what pushes my he's an informant idea or theory. Right. Is because 
that's why you kill everybody. That's why you torch everything is because maybe he said something to one of them. You don't want witnesses showing up. Can't out have any loose corner. ends. But people did survive and they let him walk out. So well, you can't kill him on the fucking news. Not anymore, or well, not then. That's now true. you can. <laughs> Apparently, you can kill people on the fucking. Apparently, it's <laughs> six o'clock news these days, and it don't fucking matter. God, isn't that fucking sad? But but yeah, yeah, you're right. That's true. Now they're on camera. Oh shit, we well, didn't we didn't get then. them all. Not not on the inside. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, you fucking you torch you torch every fucking body. Mm. On the idea that uh, maybe he told somebody something, and then that's why you, I mean, of course you're gonna fucking snatch them up and and you know debrief them, right? Quarantine them, quarantine them. I mean, kind of information. Information can be infectious. <laughs> um, but no, I mean that's why you do that shit. Yeah, right. That, you know, you, no witnesses, man. We can't no have this shit witnesses. getting out. This motherfucker's been running guns for fucking 10 years for us. Yeah, we're going to get more than a slap on the wrist if they find this shit out. Interesting theory. I'm going to get shot tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Joshua does not necessarily believe that. I mean, I didn't say I believed it. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, it kind of bounced around in my head. It's interesting and not entirely impossible. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like there's much that's impossible in this story. That's true. I think the most likely answer is that there was some shady stuff going on with kids. Yeah. But then why do you kill the kids? Man? Why do why you f- burn the fucking I don't think they the meant ground. to kill the kids, but you burn the building to the ground, man. Yeah. Well, the, the you know, the funny thing, they say that oh no, we didn't start it. They started it we and it's like start the fire. I was wondering if you were going to say that. Um so yeah, it, it's it's still literally a standoff. I mean, they're shooting at them from fucking helicopters, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, take out fucking infrared cameras and for showing and, them and shooting. And you're, and yeah, well, the tank says it all. I mean, dude. I mean, the tank does say it all, but in standoffs, <laughs> it's a standoff. They, they call it a standoff because nobody's um, shooting. It's, uh, it's a stalemate. Uh, uh, stalemate, right, right, right. It's an ongoing firefight. Yeah, <laughs> true, right. It is a battle zone. There was no standoff if, yet. If we're taking pop shots across the fucking line. 51 days, dude. Long time. How, how, just curious. Did, in your research, mm. how many rounds of ammunition was fired from uh, the Branch Davidians at, the law, at law enforcement? I don't know. Obviously, a lot. 51 days worth. But then again... I don't know. I mean, how many days were they shooting yeah, cops? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was it like one day? Like three days? Did, did eight bullets get shot? Did, you know. I don't know if they ever actually, or if, I, I don't know if I dug into that. Or there's a second fucking informant on the inside that was trying to keep tabs on everything. Right. And then all of a sudden it starts going south and he torches the fucking building. Shit. We got to get out of this. Yeah, we got to fucking go, bud. I don't know. I, man, I don't know. So he shot himself at the end? That's what they're saying. Or, well, who else would have shot him? Well, He's got a single gunshot wound to the head. Yeah, well, they there's different theories that he got shot, obviously, by the cops, or that he shot himself, or that he since he was shot, he was hurting, and somebody put him out of his misery. Because there's a, there was one, uh, or a couple times I kept reading about where they were saying some of the Branch Davidians were, were killed, like literally mercy kills, because they were in pain and they were suffering from getting shot by the cops. One of the other members shot him. I mean, you, have, you have forensic evidence, man. You know oh, yeah. what kind of bullet it was. Uh, well, I don't know. 
in a massive flame like that? Yeah, you know what kind of bullet it was. Forensic evidence is forensic evidence. So fucking, if it's a two twenty three round, all right. First off, you're gonna have an entry and exit wound. Right. They're gonna know that he got shot in the head. So at least some portion of the yeah. Why don't they fucking know? Yeah, you're gonna know oh, cover up. You're, you're gonna know what kind of fucking round it was. Why didn't they? Maybe they didn't care. They're gonna enough? know if there's a gun right next to his body. Yeah. They should know that. So now that makes me even think more. Either A, and the most I mean, likely thing is that my answers. research was not <laughs> fucking. I was going to say, they've yeah. probably got some fucking answers. They, they might have. But, uh, but the, I kept getting drawn into like the personal stories and okay, shit. Which, so, but, but I think that that's another thing that always triggers cult for me is if you fucking, if, if you go out bitch style. Yeah, right. With suicide. Suicide. Then that's very culty too. That's very that goes that is in the the cult that's playbook. Play, yeah, first page. <laughs> first chapter. Shit goes south, use a gun. Use a gun on yourself. Yeah. In your face. In your face. Or make one of your buddies do. <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah. I don't I don't have any more to add. I'm, I right, just, I threw either. a lot I threw a lot of question marks in the middle. Well, you've actually given me more like literally I you've given me more questions. I have more questions at the end of this than <laughs> when I started. Sorry. But no, but uh, yeah, Waco. I mean, that's why I think we both wanted to do the episode. Yeah, there was a lot there. There still is, and there's a lot more. But I, yeah, it's at the end of the day, it is a very sad, fucking, yes. horrific situation. You know, that probably could have been handled differently. Probably should have been handled differently. There, there you go. There you go. There's your answer. <laughs> there's my rap. All right. All right. Good shit. Good shit. All right. Cool. Yeah, it was fun actually. Yeah. Good band. Fun. It was fun. Well, the banter, because yeah. I always like it when you know enough where you're like, no, I literally have theories and fucking <laughs> opinions on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not a cult. <laughs>